You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Good morning, welcome to this week's edition of the Yarrabosca Users Group Radio Show for Monday the 3rd of January 2022 and I hope you've uh, had a lovely start to the new year and I hope this year improves somewhat. On today's show I'm going to be speaking to Rick Polo, who is a resident of Cremorne and this is con- uh, continuing with the series we're doing over the summer break of residents of Yarra and the issues and uh, their thoughts on Yarra and the inner northern suburbs. And if you uh, probably realise that we're taking a break and... Uh, We'll be back live on 3CR on the 31st of January, uh, just in a few weeks. But stay tuned for several more episodes of Issues in Yarra and, uh, again, chatting to people about what interests them and and what uh, involves them in making their streets a lot safer and more accessible for everybody. listening to summer programming on 3CR. The regular programming team are taking a well-earned break. So we're bringing you highlights and specials as well as some of our favourite music. Summer programming on 3CR. I'm Rick DePaola. I'm a qualified civil engineer. Uh, I'm, I'm a chartered civil engineer and fellow of Engineers Australia. Uh, I run my own engineering consultancy, providing expert advice and assessments to state and local governments uh, and uh, large infrastructure consultancies. My background is civil engineering design, primarily road, in, road infrastructure, uh, and I've had many, many years of experience working on significant road projects, the, the most recent uh, working with MRPV as the design manager, uh, managing the design for the streamlining Hoddle Street project. 
would have been an interesting project to be on. It was fantastic. Yeah, really, really interesting. Because uh, Hoddle Street's got undergone many manifestations over the decades. It used to be a lot narrower. And uh, mm. it's got uh, wider and wider. But we're here today to discuss mm. some issues that are of concern to you about local stuff in Yarra. I live in Cremorne. I, I have an office in Cremorne. I, I live here. I, I, my home's here. Uh, and I've noticed that in Cremorne, for the 15 or 16 years I've been living here, there is an absence of traffic management. Council are obligated as a road manager to provide a safe, uh, safe amenity and uh, a safe street environment on local streets for residents, for our, our families and children, for cyclists and for the workers who walk the streets. And there is just an absence of that in, in Yarra, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, this, in, this includes uh, council, council not complying with its own local area traffic management policy, which states that uh, commercial and truck traffic uh, volume shall be less than 5% in, in local roads um, and also uh, truck volumes in the AM and PM peak, or, sorry, truck volumes and commercial vehicle volumes in the AM and PM peak should be less than 14%. Uh, typically, that is not managed in, in Yarra whatsoever. You know, it's, it's, this isn't an uh, obscure topic. Many people would know about traffic movements and things being restricted within certain hours because we have residential zones where people live and need to sleep. And Yarra, because it's close to you know, the centre of Melbourne and you know, there's a lot of commercial activity, why aren't these things kind of like um, managed so there's a good benefit to, you know, all the stakeholders involved, including those trying to live in their own homes? Well, there's, there's no reason why council should not. Uh, there's no excuse, basically. Residents live in residential zones and residential zones, according to council's own policies, must be protected um, because of the, the residential component. There, there is no more sensitive use than a residential zone. Mm. It, according to Council's uh, planning scheme, uh, commercial two zones, which is generally the, the zones that affect the safety and amenity of residential zones, uh, commercial two zones shall not affect more sensitive uses. There is no more sensitive use than a residential zone. Council ignore this, this uh, requirement of its own planning scheme. That is that is baffling because of you know um the the density of you know ha, you know look uh, we have older housing stock we have much newer housing stock the density of um people you know living you know of the population living in Yarra is increasing uh why is this just being not looked at and, and really what should be done i would like to know why this is not being looked at why why it is not a priority. Every, almost every other project I've ever worked on that involves the local council where we are changing traffic movements and the cycle lanes in, in um, Moray Street was one good example with the, count, with the council there. We were looking at closing off some streets or redirecting traffic. And the first question council asked is, are we affecting residential zones? Because if we are moving commercial traffic into residential zones, then that, that is a, a significant concern to council, and that's the first question council should ask. Unfortunately, City of Yarra, certainly in Cremorne, where I live, uh, do not ask that question whatsoever. They, they just don't answer it. Well, what they... can be done? Mm. What, what can be done? Um, it's it's as simple as doing a 
a traffic management strategy. Um, if there's not a traffic management strategy, there's no there's no rules or or, or mechanism for council to uh, to conform with any policy, particularly when they don't conform to their own LATM policies or planning schemes. Yeah, because so typically that's what that's what that's what's missing because a traffic management strategy would direct would clearly articulate the streets where commercial traffic should be the streets where we where council should be discouraging commercial traffic from from using and working out the routes that commercial traffic should be going that should not include uh, residential zones and local streets because industrial uh, you know traffic you have prescribed routes for thing you know that sort of stuff can you give an example, like City of Melbourne, Stonington, yeah, that sort of thing? Sure. What did they What did they do in those areas which are not dissimilar to Yarra to you know to protect the amenity for residents and and, and for the road users as well? You know, walkers, cyclists, and um, fellow road users. Yes, very good question. Um, I worked with uh, Vic Roads now DOT in Footscray at their office in uh, McNab Street. And I noticed, obviously, in Footscray, there's significant truck and semi-trailer traffic. What um, City of Moreland do, who's the council there, they, they have um, a plethora of, of truck, no truck signs, truck ban signs. So they ban trucks from streets. And this includes uh, commercial streets or, or arterial roads where there is a residential component or, say, on one side of the road or a dot along, along that road. Um, they ban trucks. From, the, from collector roads and from local roads in order to prescribe dedicated routes that truck and commercial traffic can use. That's the simple solution. In Yarra, it's no different. All the, all the, lo- uh, the local area traffic schemes are generally the same. The Austroads design guidelines and the uh, Vic Roads uh, road design guidelines are the same across the state. Uh, it's, a simpler, it's as simple as uh, blocking trucks from from uh, from local roads, installing no tr- uh, installing truck ban signs, uh, closing off roads where there are rat runs for local traffic, where it doesn't impact uh, the residents or the residential traffic, um, make, basically making local streets what they should be, being local streets, safe for pedestrians, families, and children, mm, and having those prescribed routes because you know, yeah, most mm. people would be familiar with it, you know, heavy vehicle maps and then you have stuff like further up like the Gazetted B double network, that sort of thing. And, right. and and there's route planners as well. Looking for an easy way to keep up with your annual 3CR subscription? You can now set up an annual debit from your bank account or credit card. And once a year, your payment will be automatically deducted. You can cancel at any time and you'll get a reminder each year before payment. Be a constant supporter of Melbourne's precious independent community radio station and set up a recurring payment today. Just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. There's like a lot of commercial activity, cheek by jail with people, you know, with their residential thing. And okay, these, these things are reasons why, you know, that 
councils should be doing these uh, traffic management things, I noticed that the city of Yarra was, I think their, their local area placemaking things was changing and they were looking at doing road safety planning. And this came up at council earlier this year. And it's just, I don't know whether this builds into it or not. Are they kind of trying to supersede their, their old Latham thing and look at it from a different perspective? But that even, even road safety that what I'm looking at in some of the agenda notes and the like, it just sends the wrong message. It's it's about throughput of traffic and not a proper balance between that and a residential zone. That's right. It, it, it should, the priority is uh, protect the safety and amenity of residential zones. That's what it says in Council's planning scheme. That's what it says in Council's local area traffic management policy. Just do it. It's not that hard. It's not mm. hard. Commercial and businesses... Will use the streets they need to use to, to do to get their job done. And if they can't use certain streets, they'll use other streets, which should be those streets in commercial areas and not and not running alongside a residential zone or within a residential zone. Mm. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like it's yeah, not do as I do, do as I say, and I wish I had a better phrase than that. <laughs> but uh, I'm just looking at council at the moment, they've got the managing traffic and local streets, and they're actually saying there that they're looking at um, changing the local area placemaking stuff and they're currently exploring different approaches to determine how we best can do placemaking planning with the community, like you know, broader streetscapes, greenery, street furniture, lighting. And yeah, it's kind of interesting because they've done all this really good work previously with the Lathams. Mm. Um, and many residents would be familiar with that, you know, around Princess Hill, Carlton North, North Fitzroy, uh, Abbotsford, Richmond, etc. And they were every kind of year or so or every 18 months or moving on to another area where they were mapping out yep. known issues and consulting the residents. And specifically, you're talking about the whole of Yarra and that really interesting part of Yarra, which is Cremorne, that this is just not being... Yeah, no, it's not. It's not being adhered to. That mm. the ATMs clearly describe and prescribe what should occur in every every street, particularly in relation to residential streets and local roads. Council simply needs to apply its own its own policy. It, to walk away from it and and not to and to ignore residents' uh, notifications of of rat running or excessive truck volumes in local roads and things like that. Just indicates uh, perhaps council has no capability in this area. Perhaps they don't em em employ sufficiently qualified uh, traffic engineers. Um, it, I, have, I wish I knew why they they don't respond and they don't comply with their own policies and and don't provide sensible arguments as to why they won't adhere to their to their own rules and regulations. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one because. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because on a couple of shows back, um, Faith and Val were just uh, chatting to locals in the Coburg area about uh, Nicholson Street, which is accident central. Uh, you know, there's on average mm. several accidents happening a week, and it's a um, you know state government local council thing, and it's like no one seems to be moving on it. And what does it take? Does it take not this really poor crisis management where we only act when there's injuries or deaths? And that is that's poor, right. That's a poor outcome. Yeah, yeah, and even in my dealings with with Yarra Council in Cremorne, one of their excuses is, oh, there's been no recorded crashes in, in the area, so that's their excuse to do nothing. Well, if that's their excuse to do nothing, why do they install the odd zebra crossing in the area? Or why mm. do they do any other traffic management if their only criteria is, oh, there's been no evidence of recorded crashes? 
I've separate to that, there may be no reported crashes that have been reported, but I've sent photos of clearly clear crashes that have happened where um, pedestrian bollards have been knocked down, signs have been knocked down, cars have been crashed into that haven't gone reported to the police. So, and there you go. Here, here, here you go, council. Here's my evidence of crashes that you say aren't reported, and you get no response. Yeah, you know, you <laughs> know, it's tell like you about the capability of this council. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, we have melting evidence and I could bring in the mm. analogy here, which you probably won't like or anyone will like is which of the areas of public health where you go mounting evidence research therefore shows that this could be an outcome at some point. You go, right, we'll get our best researchers and, you know, people who do strategy and comms all onto this and we'll fix it before we've got a big problem. Coming up at the Nightcap, Better Late, running till 3am every Friday and Saturday, featuring the best local and international bands and DJs, including Zeitgeist Freedom Energy Exchange, Gypsy Brown with Tando, Spasta with Adriana and Odd Mob, Domingo Latino Sundays with La Influencia and Calle Luna. Upcoming shows including Art vs Science, ModCon, I Know Leopard and more. For info and tickets, head to thenightcat.com.au. A 3CR supporter. Does traffic, does council harm a road safety study policy? And it goes, yes. On 5th of October 2021, a council adopted the road safety policy 2021 for the purpose of undertaking two initial road safety studies, and in brackets, including the first study of Trenary Crescent Corridor, in bracket, to assist with the goals of Yarra's road safety strategy uh, 2016 to 2026. And council has a instructed officers to review its implementation to ensure that we capture what is working well and identify where any improvements could further this approach. And it's given a link to read the Road Safety Study Policy 2021. And then goes into what about local area placemaking, Lathams. So things are happening in there, but are they? We, you know, um, what, what, it's, it's difficult enough to get people interested in what's happening in their local council, especially with... Um, traffic movements and stuff that really affects them. Uh, where do we go from here, Rick? <laughs> it's difficult. When, when I've presented uh, plans and submissions to council of how to actually resolve a lot of these issues and plans trying, this is a traffic management you could implement around the place that's cheap, like it's bollards, yep. it's signage, it's blind marking on the roads, and you get no response. So... <laughs> The solutions are all there. The solutions are in Austroads design guidelines, VicRoad design guidelines, Council's LHM policy and Council's planning scheme. The solutions are all there. Mm. But while we have a council that, that is absent from um, doing its minimum, minimum requirements uh, against its policies, residents uh, are left in, a, in an unsafe, uh, unsafe environment. Well, anyone, uh, anyone using that area at certain times where you've got... Uh, a lot of commercial vehicle movement, and uh, mm. and, and and also for people who are employed doing this stuff, it's not blaming. It's just the fact that we've got to be very careful of unregulated use. I mean, not trying to blame anything 
to commercial drivers. It's trying to make things safer for them as well. Well, that's right. I mean, many, many times every year, pedestrians get killed by garbage trucks turning corners anywhere in, in Melbourne. We don't want that happening in our suburbs. So sign is like no truck no truck signs and heavy vehicles use other roads or, or this road is, a, is for commercial traffic, those sort of things to direct those, those commercial drivers where to go and what streets to use. That's just basic traffic management. And that mm. should occur in, in, in any, any local government area where, there's, where you have uh, this conflict with, um, with commercial traffic using any street at any time, as seems to be councils want. Because they, there's no guidance in signage or bollards or things like that that dictate where these, where these, where these heavy commercial traffics or, or large volumes of traffic, uh, which streets they should use. Calling all filmmakers. The ninth annual Setting Sun Film Festival wants your film. Enter a short or a feature-length film for the chance to see your work up on the gorgeous Sun Theatre screen in Yarraville. The Sun Theatre was voted one of the most beautiful theatres in the world. With up to $10,000 in prizes for winners, entries close on the 31st of January 2022. Go to settingsun.com.au and enter your film now. The Setting Sun Film Festival is a 3CR supporter. Where do we go from here? Do we, we want more friendly, accessible, beautiful streets for everybody or we just keep going with this um, hodgepodge of it's not really any structure to it? What, what do we do? Yeah, we can't. Council certainly, to be... To be respected and to be taken seriously council certainly can't continue doing doing nothing basically walking away from its own obligations as a road manager we, we simply need constructive leaders from council to take leaders to show leadership individuals in in council such as their road traffic manager to take that leadership and uh, recognize there are issues with either non-compliant traffic management devices that council installs such as non-compliant crossings or pedestrian crossings and things like that um, that are around the Cherry Tree Hotel. This issue of uh, no strategy to, to keep local streets safe, keep the humanity as it should by reducing the volume of trucks and local traffic, simply have those discussions to say, okay, we know that there's a problem here or it's been raised for many, many years. This is what your LHM policy says. This is what your local planning, uh, your, what your uh, planning scheme says. Let's work out how to... What's a strategy for making sure that commercial traffic use their commercial areas and don't impact the residential areas? Yeah, it, it all should be pretty straightforward. It's interesting you just brought that up because I talked to um, was it was it October last year? I had a chat to Toby from the Cherry Tree about what they were oh, yeah. doing during lockdown and all the kind of ways they'd modified getting around for them. They yeah, you know, did some amazing stuff with some bikes and doing pickup and deliveries. And they weren't using cars, they were using bikes. For that area, it, you can get mm. a lot of stuff done for that sort of yeah, deli food delivery and drink delivery stuff. But it was just fascinating hearing Toby's perspective on it because it is a great little area down there. You and wouldn't... Bikes are the quickest way of getting around uh, Cremona, the local area, with, without a doubt, compared to cars. Yeah. Absolutely. I was just going to say, there's a whole lot of um, new, de new developments going up in Cremona and have gone up in Cremona and are proposed. And all of them, all of these developers have 
uh, traffic studies that they submit as part of their, their planning application. And I've read the vast majority of, of the ones that are available. And all of them state that say that traffic management needs to be implemented in the surrounding streets to provide safe um, access, ingress and egress to these developments for cyclists. And they, they talk general, I mean, talking in general terms, but they talk about council should be installing separated bicycle lanes and should be providing crossings to the Arrow River that, that are bicycle friendly, all these sort of things. In my uh, you know, submissions to council on these developers, I, I point towards, I point them to these, these traffic studies and say, this is what the developer says should be done. Will, will you mandate it as part of the development? And they are never included, council never include them as part of the, um, the planning, uh, the planning uh, requirements. It, it's, it's astounding to me. And that just tells me that councils seemingly do not read the traffic studies that accompany, um, accompany these developing, developers' that, reports. That's fascinating because, you know, from out here in bicycle land, um, we kind of, you know, sneer at developers and all think they're just after a quick buck. As you said, reading their, their plans and the like, and they're like, hey, we've actually looked at uh, this in probably in better detail than whatever. So bring this into some focus. I've been talking about cargo bikes and stuff mm. over the last couple of things. City of Melbourne, we're looking at last kilometre logistics. Overseas, last mile logistics and the like through Europe and the UK and all that is huge. You know, DHL have got these chariot bikes that they take quite large consignments to whatever business. Yarra has phenomenal potential here for these sort of things. And I think industry itself is probably really interested and it's almost like the commercial interests, and, and I hate to say it, commercial interests are, are actually looking more progressive. Well, they're, yeah. they're, they're identifying, they're, they're talking in, in these traffic studies, they say, you know, Street X or Street Y needs, should have separated bicycle lanes and this intersection needs to be a raised hump so it, so it slows traffic down and talks about signalised intersections because there's no safe way for cyclists to get from Cremorne to the Yarra River, which is mm. down um, across the... Uh, across High Court Parade. And so these are all being identified by the developers' own uh, traffic engineers. But I, I see none of, the, none of it ever coming across. As the, the, it's not recognised by council as part of a development and it's certainly never made a requirement. So the developers are, are cognizant of these issues, but it's, it, it falls down at council. Fascinating stuff, Rick. Okay. Uh, anything you want to say in closing? I've been living in Cremont for 16 or more years. And it is just heartbreaking coming from a background of road and traffic design and assessments and understanding council's obligations and the design engineers' obligations and the traffic managers' obligations to, to provide safe street environments, to protect kids and cyclists and families and, and workers who don't drive cars or vehicles. It, it is heartbreaking that Yarra Council just walk away, have walked away from Cremorne for decades and just walk away from their own obligations as a road manager. It is just drill dropping that they can do this. There seems to be no requirement for them to, to comply with their own obligations as a road manager. And it's just heartbreaking. change we need to show broad community support. Show your support for walking and cycling in the city of Yarra by appearing as a champion on the Streets Alive website, representing your local street, neighbourhood or school. It's fast, free and simple. Learn more at streets-alive-yarra.org. A 3CR supporter.
Boobap Jazz. The Milky Way looks good in the night skies. The stars open a shirt for my dark eyes. Hey, I'm Lady Lash. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, the voice of the set. 3CR is so awesome, giving the platform for people's voices to be heard and people's gifts to be heard. And always remember that you are amazing. I'm dreaming of the seven moons. Oh, I see what's new. This week's Yarra Bicycle User Group radio program should be podcast soon on 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast or go to yarrabug.org forward slash radio if you want to find additional details of what we discussed today. These podcasts are produced at Melbourne activist radio station 3CR. Presenters are all volunteers and 3CR's existence depends upon the financial support of our listeners. Go to 3cr.org.au Click on the support tab and select either donate, subscribe, shop or fundraisers. Your subscription or donation keeps 3CR on air. On my bicycle, on my bicycle. Yeah. 3CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Backrose Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.